I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Try Jesus, not me. Cause I throw hands. Try Jesus. Try me because I'm fine. I know what he said about getting slapped. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Menno, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Gabe Eppard. Gabe, how you doing? What's poppin'? What song are we going to use? I'm really into music right now. What song are we going to use for the opening for this one? Um, My friend Riz actually put me on to a new song last week called Try Jesus. So I think I'm going to be using that one. And it's actually okay. an, uh, it's a hilarious song for anyone who hasn't heard it. Google Try Jesus. Explain it to me. What? I haven't heard it. Explain it to me. I, I, I can't give it up because if I give it up, it gives out why the song is so good. All right, you should be surprised enough. by the song, so you should Google it instead, and then you'll understand why the song is so good. Okay, well, I'll be surprised just like everyone else. Is this like a song recommendation from your sister? Is this like a, or your mom, like a holy Bible thing? or what No, I literally just said Riz put me on to the song last weekend. I know, I just wanted to make another <laughs> he's religious and you're not. Has, <laughs> has nothing to do with Christianity. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm Wait, spiritual. No, I said it has nothing to do with Christianity. Oh, whoa, big atheist vibes. I'm not an atheist either. I believe in a higher power. You have beside me. <laughs> you're not a higher power. <laughs> if you're a higher power, man. <laughs> yeah, imagine you get to the holy gates and some guy like me just sitting there with a fucking unshaved beard and just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> How disappointed would you be? That'd be the that that I would that would be hell. Yeah, just fucking whizzing <laughs> off, hungover with some Adderall, just, I don't know, God's gates, whatever, get in. That would not be what I'd be expecting whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a. You'll hear it at the beginning of the song. I think I'm gonna use it for this episode. But yeah, this is episode um, 67 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to subscribe, rate, review on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. Um, 
this is going to be a quick episode because I do have plans after this. So we did mean to record yesterday, but unfortunately we couldn't. So we're going to do a quick one for you guys here today. Um, do you want to start off? off painkillers, by the way. You're what? <laughs> I said I'm high shit off painkillers still. That sounds lit. Yeah. Why well, did you I get painkillers? I always have them for because I get really, really bad migraines, which is why we didn't record yesterday. And so I just powered through it. And then I was like, today I didn't feel great. Like you don't die the next day, but you still have like, it's almost like a hangover. So I just popped another perk because I needed to do shit today. That's what they gave you? They gave you perks? Yeah, basically. Oh, that's pretty dope. What is the high like on Percocets anyways? I've always wondered. I just like slows things down. Like, I don't know, it's the same. Have you ever done codeine? No. <laughs> yeah, just like, honestly, it just like, I don't know. Like, I can see why people get hella addicted because like a little opiate. Like, so it like just slows things kind of down um, for you. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's nice too. It's a nice little woo. Does it slow it down to a level where you can't comprehend stuff, though? Or is it, it just like, like... Yeah, if you take, like, four or five, like, it's... You, you've seen, like, lean, though, how people look. Like, it's the same as, like, if you've seen someone, like, OD on heroin. Like, yeah, like yeah, awesome, yeah. Like, barely. It's, like, Xanax, too. Like, they're all kind of that, like, slow, like, uh, you talk slow and slur and stuff. But my body's just, like, so used to it because we've been taking it for football injuries and stuff since I was, like, 23 or something. So... It's not like if I just take one, it's whatever. But yeah, if you if you've never taken it, it just definitely like it just it's kind of like a drunk almost, like slur and slow and stuff like that. But true, that sounds. This is what I do to to record though. This is this is for the world. <laughs> that sounds somewhat decent. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, and with my personality, I risk addiction anytime I try something. So I'm doing this for the podcast. <laughs> I risk addiction. Yeah, I have the most addictive personality ever. All right, so you want to talk about? Let's start with with your take that you were talking about off the podcast. The thing that you want to get clearance on from women. With that. Well, I mean, I do want to talk about gyms being closed as well too, and that feels like it fits right into. Ooh, boy, let me tell so. you, that's a good segue. Yeah. Okay, so obviously, I don't know. As you get as you get older, <laughs> you start like being in shape and stuff. You start getting more proud of it. So the last like couple, the last like two months almost now, I've been going ham at the gym and eating like so clean. I've been fasting. Um, even when I have some drinks, I only been doing like water and vodka, uh, chicken and like tuna and all the protein shit. And I've just been like, but so I don't know when I was like younger twenties, like it felt good. But now when you're like in your thirties and you get in shape, you're like way more proud and like want to stunt on people more. And so I've been way closer to the idea. It's the winter time too. So I can't even do a casual like at the beach shot or anything where you have your shirt off. It's straight up like almost November. And, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking what I'm working with right now. And I need to find a way to work that in. So the world knows what I'm working with. You know what I mean? Like not yet. I'm not at the spot where I want to get, but if things go planned by next month, I'll, I'll have some, I'll be, I'll be proud. So I really want to know how, how women, or as you say, females. I uh, never say that. <laughs> you do, females. <laughs> I might drop that line like once in a while, depending on what I'm talking about. But 90% of the time, I do not say females. Different species of females. 
how they perceive like the obvious i don't know because you have your ideas of, like when girls do that and like there's so this one actor i actually know and he posted a shirtless photo okay and like he's a good looking dude from insecure you know that show yes yeah, never yeah. seen an episode but i know it he's a light-skinned dude everyone knows what i'm talking about kendrick whatever light-skinned dude and he like posts a photo of himself shirtless completely like and then he writes five paragraphs on why you should vote Literally not acknowledging why the fuck this nigga is shirtless in this picture. Like, he's at home, like, has nothing to do with voting. And then, like, the audacity and, like, mental backflips you have to do to get to that point where you just post a, a shirtless photo and then don't address why you're doing it and then pretend like you're talking about voting. Like, this guy was hitting with the light skin, lip lick, abs, perfect angle, light, everything. And this nigga doesn't even say anything for paragraphs of why you should vote doesn't even address why he's shirtless in a fucking crack den it was the weirdest thing and no one called him out in the pictures like he's famous now so and everyone's yeah like vote or like you look sexy but like these two <laughs> negative it's like two negative magnets meeting and it was like why why no one's gonna point out why this is happening like they should retract each other it was so bizarre and I was like, and no one's doing that. I'm like, this is what this is the audacity you need to like make it in Hollywood, like whatever. I think that's a completely normal thing. And so I'm trying to get to that level now because life is hard. I want to succeed. I want to get thirst traps, to get attention, to do whatever I have to do. So I'm going to, I'm going to be Kendrick. I'm going to do this. But I just want to know how women truly perceive it. Like, will, will they go behind doors and shit talk me or what? But it obviously works for motherfuckers. So I need to know. Two polar opposites in that comment section, too. And that's narcissism completely wrapped into a good cause, but trying to play it off as if, like, he's doing it for the benefit of the world in that sense. Yeah. It's, and that's, it's literally him just getting his ab photo off. But the but, narcissism is in the fact that he didn't address why he was shirtless. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, okay. Well, I sex sells. That should be obvious. What? Sex sells. That should no, be I obvious. Know. Like, like they're so like at least make a joke or something. You know what I mean? Like the fact is like you're shirtless. Why? Why are you doing this? Like you're not outside like with people. Like it's just like a little like in your studio loft. It was so weird. And like just to like be in that zone, that get to that area where you think like LA is actually like that too. Like everyone, I bet you every person in LA saw that and was like, yeah, this is completely normal. So. um I just yeah, I want to get why the fuck people think that's uh that that's normal, like what girls' real perception is. Cause I'm I've never and I, I could never I could post this on my story, but to put it on my page, ooh, that's you gotta be that's next level wild. So are you saying you're gonna become an Instagram model? Is that the angle you're going no. for now? Because dude is an actor. So for him, him putting up the shirt photo, like that's fine because he's an actor. So he does something else that can get him away with it. But I don't think that you're gonna yeah. get the same level of success by just posting one photo up on your page, bro. No, I, of course I'm not. But like, I mean, we're still gotta build that brand. Like, you know what I mean? Throw that thing up on Twitter. Like, be the like. It it, it helps for all areas of your branding. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what you're doing, uh, I think at this point, and like at the end of the day, I think we still both you and me at some point would not mind doing like the radio TV personality thing too. So it, it doesn't hurt. And then it doesn't hurt for like, you're proud, you know, you, you, bitch, I'm old now. And I'm still like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you still want to stunt, but also you can't ignore the complete like vanity of it, you know? 
So sell your body for the podcast is what you're saying. Yeah, well, that only fat, like, it's, yeah, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, probably, like come, come on. And, like, I, I, yeah, like, don't, don't tell me I haven't put people on through, through that. Come on. Like, so. No, I'm sure, I'm sure you have. There, there will definitely be women who enjoy looking at that and who are interested in following your page because I've seen a photo of it. Uh, I, but I'm not even going to bring, all of this just started from my ego straight up. I just want some. <laughs> likes and clicks i'm not gonna lie but at least like i think i'm not at that point where i completely ignore it or like that i'm that vain that i think it's completely normal i know what i'm doing but i'm just i'm i'm weighing the order i'm just proud now yeah no women tons of times have literally come up to me and been like yeah so how's your podcast going i'm like yeah it's pretty cool and they're like yeah what about your uh co-host gabe i'm like what about him <laughs> they're just like oh you know like what's his deal what is he up to like what does he do and shit i'm like oh here we go here we go <laughs> i'm gonna soundbite that one for the fucking ig for sure just you admitting that but yeah but i don't know i just yeah i want feedback like is it like do you automatically when you see that though you think of someone's like dumb or like super vain <laughs> stuff, but, right no i would say so but like you said before i think if you have the good enough caption you can get away with it you can instantly turn someone's curiosity of your intelligence into a good thing by having a really good caption all right, that's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that caption game though. Okay, so, that, it, now feedback for that. Let me know anyone heard this. I don't care what niggas think, so I don't want to hear both. <laughs> their opinion. I meant I meant girls only. So, man, <laughs> I wish that my I, yeah. I wish I knew if there was a gay community to listen to the podcast because then they could uh, be a, work all that. up in your that's DMs right now. Parades are popping and stuff. Woo! Handing out pops culture stickers and stuff. Bunch of gay niggas like, oh, ooh. That's all you, man. <laughs> I got this. I got it. You love pride. It's the best time ever, man. All right. I wonder why, bro. Mental breakdown of not having a gym now. It's not a mental breakdown. It's just yeah, common sense. Away from one eventually. <laughs> well, if they do not, if they extend it further than these 28 days, I legit might have one. Uh, but it just makes yeah. no sense why they closed it down. Like Friday, they decided to send us back into phase two, essentially. But so you can still dine outside if the weather's good enough to permit that. And then they closed down the gyms and like the gyms was, are the least of our concerns. Like the gyms have been the most clean and safe spots during stage three. Not only does it help people's mental health, but you have the socially distanced um, measures put in place they clean up after you use the equipment like everyone cleans up people are wearing masks when they're moving within the gym granted if you're working at a station you can take it off because for some people it is hard to breathe but there yeah. are quite a few people who keep it on like i'm one of the people who keeps it on so that's Wait, not so that I much of an I, issue like so here we don't need to wear masks once we get inside the gym so i haven't had to try and work out with masks on at my gym um, but have you done it like actual lifts with it on? Yeah, yeah, I've done I've done full exercises with it on with it on. You, okay. you your body just adapts to it after a while. To be honest, yeah, you're, you're, like you, your your lungs get used to taking less oxygen in during that period of time. So it's not it's not that bad. But there are people who take it off, and there are some people who keep it on. So yeah. you you get a mixed bag. But everyone has to put it on when you're moving between stations. So if you're moving from one machine to another, you have to put it on yeah. in order to yeah. move around. So there's that, and then. And there's socially distanced spots as well too like none of the machines are close to each other they're all spaced out 
Uh, your work areas are also spaced out as well, too. So to me, it just seems like it was a stupid decision to shut it down because they followed every rule and people weren't getting sick from the gym. It just seemed like he was doing this to save face because he had so much pressure on him. Like Doug Ford had so much yeah. pressure on him where he's like, well, people were telling me to close it down. And before he said he didn't want to make a rash decision, <clears throat> Sorry, rash decision because of the fact that the data wasn't uh, he needed data and more proof that people were getting more uh, causes. But like we've also done more testing as well, too, which is another reason why a lot of the cases got high. The amount of testing we were doing when the pandemic first happened was nowhere near the amount that we're doing now. So that's also another contribution. So that's why I just think this, this whole thing was just a rash decision on him doing it. And it really fucks up like those businesses and stuff like that. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, work from like work out at home or like no. go out, go outside. And <laughs> exactly. Like the difference in working out at him. <laughs> My <laughs> mental health is insane the difference like literally by like july when i wasn't working out i was close to fucking ending it like hanging from a ceiling fan done and now i literally just got back from the gym i could i could fight the world like the improvement on my mental health since like having that gym to go to and a schedule and like everything like that like waking up and looking forward to something like that is insane like if this happened the first time around when it closed the gym i was like okay i get it blah 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 like met figured out like i didn't even like me mental like working out's always helped my mental health yeah i did not realize the vast how much it actually helps and now i'm like yo i would do black market gyms at this point (laughs) i would like you know join a fight club of like working out if they closed all it down like i would start like i would come at the 12 o'clock like workouts like at some guy's shady basement just to get it in you know what i mean like after going through that experience of not working out and not being able to do like activities oh man i'm never going back dude i so wanted to tweet out that i will kill myself if the gym stay closed (laughs) for the next 28 days i want to comment on the tweet say that for you too i was hoping you would that way i could just like like it and like get away with it because i really want to tweet it but i know that it'd just be for the people who follow me just be way too much because like i'm usually a mellow dude so yeah so it'd just be a little bit too dramatic, but I was so desperately like I had it in my drafts and I really wanted to press send so badly because no, you're right though. It is, it does help with your mental health so much. And I think part of the reason is that you're able to get outside of your house, which is like the thing that traps you the most being inside yeah, and for, for this long. Like, since it's been gone, I literally get excited at night. Like I usually I'm like battling my demons, but knowing <laughs> Like, there's no structure in life. Like, I'm still working from home. Everyone's doing shit, like, on their own and stuff. And, like, the gym now to introduce that back again is, like, the one thing. And I actually, like, look forward to the next day. I'm like, oh, it's okay. And, like, calms my anxiety because I know there's something to do. But I also will say, before we change, though it's a this is harder to argue now, I know, like, all your arguments were totally, like, I get it and I agree for the most part. But that soul cycle, giving, like, 69 people one person show like giving 69 people did you hear about that no i didn't soul cycle the one in hamilton uh spin one person came in and now the contract contract traced it to 69 cases at soul cycle now because of it damn i was like fully on board and now that they like did the tracing of that i was like ooh. 
because all it takes is one slip up two, and like the gym and like they are doing so well and like i even had to talk to this one guy like because they won't they won't let us use some machines at my place he's like do you want to lose the whole i was like dude i was just like shit talking with them i was like come on just like on the low let me use it he's like do you want to <laughs> lose this whole thing because toronto's shutting down you were in the middle of vancouver like it's the same thing he's like would you rather have not one like machine or not like whatever i'm like all right fair so i i listened to him but after the soul cycle thing just came out yesterday it's uh it's it's a harder argument now 69 cases they got just because one of their employees had it bc has more cases than ontario though and like you guys aren't shut down but do we though which pisses me off yeah you guys were you guys were like at a thousand a day for a bit i don't know i haven't looked at the numbers i haven't looked at the numbers in in a week or so but the week that they shut it down i was literally looking at them i was like bc's at like a thousand uh uh, like for eight months though uh to an extent i'd say no, maybe right. i can't say i can't say it for sure because you guys had a lot of anti-maskers though so see though this is this happened i know ontario. this is about ontario i know but i'm just so, pissed that you guys are still open it's like i honestly am fully on board and like i think i'm still on board for the most part with what you said but the hamilton thing does make me cringe a bit you know what i'm saying yeah so Fair I, enough. I agree, man. Like it's fuck. Like I never honestly honestly the one good thing I can take about this is I'll never take time off working out again if I want to survive. Like I not <laughs> if really, I want to survive. Nigga, you said the same thing. Like, yeah, no, no, it's know. true. It's true. I don't think I'll ever <laughs> give up like going to a gym and stuff like that. It's it's too valuable. Especially as you get older. So Yeah. Uh, um yeah so i don't know man like it, it's hard to say but again at the end of the day if i came home though and like made my family sick or something too then then who knows how it actually feel but it's hard to justify the homework on that just that shit just isn't the same it's, n- it's nowhere people, near the same especially for people who need it for their mental health it's not even like the whole like the actual lips itself it's the whole routine and um it's cycle. a fact yeah it's the fact like it's psychological because you're going to a different spot where you know it's gonna like release endorphins and stuff like that too yeah like there's the times where i'll go there's times where, like i'll walk to the gym before i even get into the gym i'm like happy about the fact that i'm walking yeah, to going. the gym so. And like even listening to music, like when you we, we as you get older, as we talked about before, you don't just sit there and listen at home to music anymore as much. Yeah. So like at gym, like I literally knew that's how I listened to the Twenty One Savage album, like a whole like thing, just because you know what I mean. It's just like a, that hour is such a good experience and stuff. So it's just yeah, I fully will be on board with that. But so last thing everyone is uh all the gyms outside of toronto are getting packed because people are heading for the hills now to go to like um like that whatever ones like the ebb of the coke or the boat um all those outside gyms and outside the in the suburbs well they'd have to go pretty far though because it's peel region and toronto yeah but there's little like side so- ones like I know, like, within the hour drive. Yeah, 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 there are, yeah, there are some of those, yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying, you'd have to go, you'd have to go pretty far. Especially if you're not working from, if you're working from home, you're not doing that drive, so what's the big deal if you do it three times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Five hour hour minute, like, drive, usually you're doing that for work anyways, you're not now working from home, so it's just like, and you can go anytime you want, go late at night and, and stuff like that, so they are, I just saw a post from, um toronto blog or whatever that all the outside gyms now the last couple days have been getting crammed because of that 
Yeah, that makes sense because and, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking from like my perspective of being downtown. Like, I would obviously never yeah, make that journey because yeah, because that would just be car, nuts. Yeah, your whole life's downtown, but like if you're already on the edge of shit though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're already in the burbs and you have a car, then you know what I mean. It's what happened to our drive. I know all the Waterloo, Brampton ones are open and stuff still too. Like, I can go on the. I can get to Brampton on the go train in 45 minutes. Like, you know what I mean? That's just yeah. The train, so. Yeah, so for me, the next best thing I did was pretty much just take a social media break. So for these next two weeks, I'm not touching my social Nick, media. What are you doing? Others, ink drying, like what? No, no. Well, other other than other than promoting, all I'm doing now is just like reading books. Um, I'm kind of learning how to like code real a little bit, just from here and there, and then just spending more time on other the stuff other than like social media and you realize how much time you waste on that fucking piece of shit platform oh it's been three hours on instagram a couple of days ago and i literally sat there like with a gun in my mouth and like tears and vodka like what am i doing legit after day one i felt better than i did for the past few weeks just because of the fact that i'm not i look i don't have an issue so much with social media because usually i don't care that much like i'm not, never that into it but it's just the fact that we've been under quarantine for so long that i felt i was literally reading information 24 7 yeah. because that's all you really can do like i'm tired of watching certain tv shows so i wasn't really doing that and then i played my playstation quite a bit as well too so i felt like i was just on my social media way more than i needed to be and now it's worse than it was before because everyone else has the time. So now you just hear the most outlandish takes and you read the most ridiculous statements on the platform and it pisses you off like that much more than it did beforehand. Legit, after yeah. the Lakers won, I saw a dude say Duncan Robinson is better than Clay Thompson because he shot a better percentage from three during the playoffs. And I'm like, are you insane and he was dead serious about it it wasn't even like he was trolling like he was legit making a claim for it because he was going through the stats and i was just like you won when was the last time you looked at clay play i think that's like why like recency bias is always the biggest annoyance with with basketball and then on top of that because the dude does it one time he's automatically better than someone else like get the fuck out of here Bro, try, like Twitter, NBA, I've been, I had to take a break after the Lakers won. Like, I didn't care either way of the series, but all the hot takes and like Reddit and Twitter, uh, NBA Reddit and Twitter was insane. That I literally couldn't go look at. Like, I didn't take a full break, but I took a break from Twitter and NBA Reddit because I was like, I cannot look at the hot, hot takes and stuff right now. Like, the audacity of people. But you know what's the funniest thing? So, I've had a Reddit account just for like podcast promotion and like whatever. And like, I always creep it. And I think for the last, like, I had it for this my four years now. And for three years, for the amount of comments I've made, it's probably, like, not that many. I've surpassed that during the quarantine by, like, three times the amount of, like, comments I've made on, like, Reddit <laughs> during quarantine because it's quarantine, like, getting arguments online of, like, things I would never, I would never even look at half the shit, but I'm so bored in that. And so I was, like, I caught myself, too, so... I said after like the championship and that I was like, I'm going to stay off NBA Twitter, right? Because you just get the biggest hot takes. You have so much free time. You get so mad and that. So just like, I need to take a break too. Like, yeah, it's, uh, I, that was my big beef actually like a couple of days ago. I made, t- I was subtweeting people NBA Twitter, man. And those like stat 
like white dude stack guys who are like, I wow, hate them. I hate like, them so much. Game. I was like, I literally want Twitter needs to get a square up button. Like, so I can just meet these niggas in the park and be like, all right, we're going to throw hands because like the audacity and the smugness, the smugness that these men have while saying this comment, like is me. It's not even like, okay, if you want a good debate, whatever, but to, like, they'll throw out some numbers and they think the smugness that comes with stats NBA stat people is so ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's not even like, Oh, here's this argument that we could possibly have. It's like, no, I have to be right because the shooting percentage was four points. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's stupid. You. Watch a game. Have you ever picked up a ball? Like I'll fucking kill your family. <laughs> oh, bro. Have I'm- you ever picked up a ball? Oh, uh, yeah. No, that, that, no. Cause that, that reminds me of when we were in the program and stuff like that. And you just see like certain people. No, no, no. I'm just saying, no, certain people in the industry. I'm not saying any names. I'm just saying within the industry who. You don't have to say names to trigger me, bro. Like, (laughs) you don't even like it. Just like Vietnam flashback. (laughs) 300 pound guy sitting there being like, oh, I actually think this guy's better because. Fuck you, man. <laughs> it's like people who haven't played the sport or don't even like you. Don't, you don't even have to necessarily play it. Like that's not my issue. My issue is the people who don't. You like no one really watches now because everyone's always on their phone, so they're looking for certain stats and stuff like that, and they don't take the time to actually sit down and watch a game. But that's what gets me too. It's the people who watch, like, we know how much time is in a day and stuff. There's no way you're watching a fucking Cleveland Cavaliers game, but then they ga- Google some, like, stats. Yeah. So, yeah. Turning themselves. Like, like, they're like, well, have you, like, it, that's the audacity. It's like, the thing is, like, honestly, there's so much shit I won't know because, like, I can't catch every game. I can't whatever and stuff. So I'll argue, but I'll still be like, okay, you know what? I'm not complete. But, like, the smugness and certainty of some guy talking about fucking a Charlotte game that you obviously haven't watched like numerous but because you have the numbers there of like you know what i mean just like no. it's so ridiculous and what my thing is going right now is the Ty Lu thing the absolute slander this man gets is so did like okay if you don't think he's great i get it but people treat this guy like he is the worst coach ever so is that is that what they were saying because i haven't seen yeah, it since yeah, the news broke i only read the I story my arguments because i'm so mad like of like Ty, like i get it if you're like okay unsure of it but you got hired by the clippers today and Literally, the, 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 they treat him like he's the worst coach ever. And just because, like, LeBr- like if you compare it to Spolstra and Ty Lue, literally, they, com- they achieve the same thing. But the respect that Spolstra gets, even after that, after the LeBron won and stuff, was, like, is insane. Like, they talk about the way they talk about Ty Lue is so disrespectful. For all that man's accomplished, like, he was a medium NBA player, but obviously stayed 12 years in the league by fucking being so like smart and stuff. And then like acting like, you know what I mean? Like his championship run and stuff. It's just so frustrating to see these fucking couch potatoes be like, eh, LeBron did all of it. Like, I'm just like, man, come on. Like, it's just frustrating. Like, obviously there's tons of um, criticisms for him. And so I'm not against that, but this idea that people are literally like, Oh, well, they signed him for like a couple of years. Like, well, the Clippers aren't winning for the next five years. I'm like, bro, he beat Golden State with the like a undermanned team still in the championship. Yeah, it was LeBron, but the closest comparison is to LeBron is Leonard, and he has him now. Like, they could easily win next year, and the like the narrative would be completely changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's another thing I don't like about basketball as well, too, is everything changes from game to game. Mm-hmm. like year to year so like you can have one take for whatever amount of time and then something happens and legit you completely 180 and now all of a sudden the narrative is completely different like there's just too many stupid narratives that go on and then 
if they don't get supported or if something happens that your narrative just gets changed and like no one addresses it they're just like oh whatever like i wasn't right about or it and they just like forget it's like no one takes responsibility for their bad taste yeah like, exactly I, and it's insane like i honestly love the clippers falling apart and not making it i was like enjoy, i was in but the idea that they can't come back and win it all next year and like no one will be like oh like you know what i mean like the narrative how bad they are and like Paul George was still top three the year before in MVP voting last year. And now people are acting like he, he can't have one good playoff series and like make a day. You know what I mean? It's like, Oh, Clippers will never win again. Like the, how hard the narrative changed. Like I hate the Clippers. I hope they never like win or anything, but the idea that like it can't be completely different next year. And that is like insane. So it's so frustrating. Like, and people, I guess, I don't know. One of the benefits too is NBA. Like it is like soap opera entertaining day to day. Like it's great. But then like when you look at it from a rational standpoint, it's so frustrating too. Yeah. It's kind of like being someone who digests reality TV 24 seven. Yeah. You got to take a break from time to time or else your brain's just literally going to go to mush because. And it's cool to enjoy it, but like you have to acknowledge it's a rat. Like, you know what I mean? Like get serious for a minute. You'd be like, okay, like we can, we can, I think both of us indulge in the drama. But for sure. For sure. And be like, all right, like it be rational. Yeah. And it's, and it's never that serious. Invested in it and be like thinking that like, you know, whatever. And I don't know. I like to own up to my hot takes and stuff too. So like if Tyloo burns out completely next year, I have no problem being like, well, I missed on that one. Exactly. Like nothing happens to you if you admit you're wrong. You don't, you don't die if you admit you're wrong. Being wrong is like it happened everyone, but I guess it's, it's seen as a sign of like weakness or lack of intelligence. It's like, no, it's the opposite of that. Like you live and you learn. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, our last topic, I guess we can move on to because I got to get out of here. Bill Burr. Hot date. <laughs> I do not have a hot date. Um, <laughs> you're trying to get me in trouble right now. Uh, Bill Burr. He doesn't. I'm just kidding. Bill Burr got onto SNL. He had a monologue on how white women have managed to hijack the woke movement and make oppression about them. Uh, I didn't watch the entire SNL thing. Obviously I just watched the monologue, which I thought was pretty funny and accurate, but white women did not agree with it whatsoever. They went into a full on rage on Twitter. All I saw after it was a whole bunch of takes saying how Bill Burr's shit. People get mad. I didn't really look into it. I did. I heard were there actually white women getting mad or were there people saying white women were getting mad? No, there was legit white women getting mad about it and saying how he's trash, um, how he basically, like, he brings up certain things that are about other groups and then tries to play it off as if he's being, like, smart about it and stuff like that. There was a whole bunch of takes on Bill Burr yeah. and his comedy and stuff, and people were really in a fit about it. Um, I wouldn't say it was like, cause he was trending with like 20,000 tweets. I wouldn't say every single one was about like, sorry. I wouldn't say every single one was a white woman being upset about it, but I would say that a large part of it was there were definitely people were just giving commentary on the subject because when something goes trending and people are going to start giving their own opinions, but, um, there were definitely women who were upset, but I thought he, like, I thought the monologue was funny. I thought it was jokes. I thought it was very accurate. Um, and it's funny to me because nowadays you can't even have comedy, just be comedy. Like people get upset about 
the spotlight being on them and the jokes coming at them. Now everyone just has to be outraged about literally laughing at jokes, which is stupid because that's what comedy is. You point out some truth, you make a joke about it, and you laugh. The only time comedy is not accepted is literally when it's not funny and the person who does it is not accurate about their take that they're making or the joke that they're making. Like, there's obviously shock guys who do terrible comedy and it's not funny and they just think that they're funny, but they're literally not. So I can understand that to get outraged about. I think with that, though, is um, there. But like, I think the tide is turning on white women, though, because like I feel like there's that it's like that unity, you know, that meme with like the black hand and uh, the white arm, like the agreeing with something. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the two. Yeah, it's uh, like, I saw that a couple of times being like white supremacists and like black women and men and then it said and then shitting on white women <laughs> like a green like white breath, like the dude that's crazy <laughs> that, that one's nuts i mean i don't give a shit like who can like i mean I, I was birthed from a white woman but they are unbearable man there's at times like white liberal feminism is the worst honestly on par with white supremacy the way they think their shit doesn't stink and stuff too and i i i know there was lots of like people originally were outraged like white women or stuff but when i uh, went back to check on it like yesterday and stuff it there was like an all agreement like among all the other groups We're like yeah they're the worst you know what i mean like and it's it's not punching down i'll always use the example that's when comedy's not funny when it's just like super mean and like er, like aggressive and not doesn't have a point and like you know what i mean but on what yeah when you're funny. literally just trying to be racist or sexist with no <laughs> point of being funny yeah. then yeah it's not funny yeah I think, but you, you, can, you can't ignore the fact that like white women are comfortable like there's a big there's a big reason why like honestly i can't like over 50 percent, i think of middle class white women voted for trump like i can't see them as an oppressed group after that you know what i mean like if it was really for their like benefit or anything like that, the fact that like they're they're that for like conservatism and obviously like racism and stuff is like <laughs> you wouldn't see that you get like 4% of like black people and other like races and that too. So it's just like, I think everyone kind of sees the flaw and like, there's been critiques of white. Like I remember my first feminism bell hooks and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. were, were criticisms of white liberalism. It's been happening for 40 years. And it's the truth. That was 10 years ago. I was taking that class and like, I've never let go of it. And I think everyone's kind of see, you do get bad actors though. You do get people in that the criticism who in bad faith making it which was what makes it hard you know what i'm saying yeah like you get people who obviously just want to hate on women or whatever and that kind of muddies the water but for the most part yeah it's a very they they have their criticism coming and they fully deserve it and we should continue and for a white man to punch to to take shots at white liberal feminism isn't punching down the same way it would be if they're saying like Mexican refugees or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not punching down. You, they live with them. They see it, and it's it's fully true. So from that perspective, like yeah. And Bill Burr's got his black wife, who's the one who put him onto all this. He even admitted the only reason he sees this is because his white his black wife was pointed out for him too. So it's a voice of her and her seeing that as being like the most you know neglected group. Uh, in America and stuff too. So, yeah, it was, shout out, it was funny as shit. Bill Burr's the guy. Yeah, I've always thought Bill Burr is funny because he's smart about his comedy. He doesn't just literally 
do his shit for the sake of doing it. Yes, he does yell, but that's part of his bit. And I think that's why he's funny is because he comes from like that real angle where he's just like yelling about shit. But then at the same time too, he really does make you think so. Yeah. Like he's a Boston, uh, like underclass guy too. So it's not like he, you know what I mean? Some wealthy guy shitting on like rich white women. Like the guy came from fucking low down as a black wife. And I, I hate that excuse he knows black people or whatever but you know what i mean like he, <laughs> if you know but i've been following him for like 15 years and you can see the progression in his comedy and like as a person the evolution of that so i will take no bill burr slander because that man is a man who has grown and he's got to this point um seeing that experience and that having an honest serious loving relationship with his wife and then making this critique so straight out there also did you not see my like a month ago one of those like white liberal women, I put her in her place and she deleted her tweet. She's a blue check, white liberal lady. And I called her out. No, I have not seen this. So she was making out, last thing, I'm proud of this. She was making these tweets about like, why haven't NFL players and NBA players said anything about uh, Ruth Guinnessburg or whatever and her death? I'm like, yo. And I called her out. I was like, how are you going to like put this on black people? Like this woman like still comes from a life of privilege and stuff. Like why should anyone be concerned with that? And she got piled on and my, uh, my comment got a bunch of likes and then she deleted that shit too. So I was like, again, she's, and she's some blue check Washington Hill woman and that too. So got buried. I did my, did my you did job your job <laughs> destroying white women i've been doing that sexually for years but. oh my god <laughs> i delete that no i'm keeping that in wait till they get into your dms after they see uh <laughs> this episode but yeah i guess that's a great great spot to end the podcast um also you love really like putting those reply comments because that's where you get your your likes and people oh, agreeing with you and shit. Oh, that's my goal now i set it <laughs> off to i set notifications for six buzz and i've been so when i get it i can make a comment i'm those people you see on like trump comments with the same guy at the top all the time that's me with like six buzz and certain people now <laughs> Oh, man, that's hilarious. But yeah, that'll do it for episode 67 of the Pops Culture Podcast. Uh, thank oh, you guys. Shout for- out to um, one of my girls, my old neighbor that I grew up with, Nicola. Uh, she's actually got surgery for brain cancer next week. Um, I just want to give oh, her a wow. shout out. We grew up together, yeah. And she's going to beat it. She's going to be fine. Um, I just want to give her support in that because she's like family since day one. So I just want to give her a shout out um, and say that. Not to ruin the mood. She's super optimistic about it and everything. So we're going to be good. But yeah, I just want to tell her that I love and care about her and she'll be all right. Nicola, I do not know you, but I also send my love and support. You know me, uh, And good energy as well, too. Yeah, I know you don't. So I know this is genuine from you right now. But no, likewise, too. I do want to send my genuine love and support, even though I don't know you. Um, And yeah. Yeah, did, did, that, did, that, did I ruin the mood for the podcast? No, you did not ruin the mood, but, but this is the end anyways. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, continue to like, rate, subscribe, review on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. And, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> that was shade at me, and you know it. You know? Dude, I said it at the beginning, too. You didn't say shit about it then. No, I didn't notice it. I was so focused on getting mad about things. <laughs> now I've had my release. It's like when you like, 
sleep with a girl and afterwards like ooh you i don't yeah yeah then you're like yeah, yeah. Ooh, what what'd you say ooh. <laughs> we flawed, girl then you're just so not interested in anything anymore you're like shit <laughs> all right i'm out i just want to go home <laughs> yeah oh man but yeah i don't even like jeff bezos i just like saying shout outs to him though i don't know why yeah, it sounds cool well i'm sure you enjoyed the rage that it brings me that that probably helps too but yeah we'll catch you guys uh next week all right peace all right peace Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.